Do not forget the people of Afghanistan. That's the message from one doctor who's worked there since 1990. He's Alberto Cairo. He's an Italian and he's chosen to stay there. He's the head of the physical rehabilitation program of the International Committee of the Red Cross. And he described the current situation in Kabul as he sees it. Well, Kabul is quiet. If you, if you move around, you, you feel that it's a quiet place, but uh, it's not the same. I remember two weeks ago, it was completely different, crowded, uh, a lot of people moving around, uh, people um, more relaxed. Now, no, they are not. Now people are tense, very few women in the street. And uh, it's like uh, when you are waiting for something to happen and then something that is not good. So the, the feeling is anxiety, is uh, people are nervous and, uh, and it's, a, it's a kind of quiet uh, situation, calm situation, but the reality is not, is uh, hiding something. What do you think you are waiting for? Well, you know, it's, it's very difficult to say because uh, um, now there is a new regime that's clear and uh, people uh, start understanding that it's going to last for some time. It's not like in Europe, in other countries where if you're not happy of a government, uh, you wait for the next election. This is something that is going to, to stay. But they are waiting for to understand in which direction this, uh, this new regime is going to, to go. Is it going to to be as tough as in the past or uh, softer, even ourselves, the, the international organization, we are waiting to understand, to see what the direction, the, the, the rules are going to be, the way we will be able to work, the way the population will be able to, to, to go on with their life. So people are waiting, they don't know what is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And the, 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 what happened yesterday evening scared quite a lot of people because they were, many of them told me, uh, well, maybe we are going to lose uh, some freedom, but uh, hopefully we will get some uh, more security. Now they are not sure of that. We don't know what is going to happen. So that's anxiety really, really, and everybody is, is affected by that. You could have left. What prompted you to stay? Well, I work for the International Committee of the Red Cross. We, if we leave, who stays? I mean, it's, we are supposed to work in places at war, and Afghanistan is definitely a place, a place at war. So there is, we hope to be able to do quite a lot. There is, there will be, there is, and there will be quite a lot of uh, to do. And then I see already in, uh, in our rehabilitation center, we receive uh, in the past days, we have seen already many people coming and asking for assistance, for help. Someone asked for job, for, for any kind, and people that in the past had never come and they say, all of them, that uh, they, they, now they, their family is without any support because uh, those who were supported, the breadwinners had left, uh, left the country or they are jobless now because they were working for an international organization that, uh, or national organization that they have closed down. So the situation is very, 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 very grim. And then uh, we have to stay, definitely. There is plenty of things to do for, for us and uh, in favor of the population. So definitely we stay. I think I'm right in saying that it is often women who are coming to you saying that they are terrified. Is that correct? Not only women. Uh, everybody is, uh, is afraid. Is afraid because, because really, this, I see myself, I've been in this country for 30 years. I'm not an Afghan, but, but, uh, but uh, of course, uh, after so long time, I, I think I have some... Uh, 
some feeling uh, more than other expatriate for for the Afghans, and uh, I really see that the situation is too 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 uncertain. People do not know what to do, and women in particular. They are afraid to lose the, the freedom they had before, the, the little freedom they had before. They, they lose things that in the past they managed to achieve through education, through many, many ways. So, they, yes, I confirm that women are more afraid than, more afraid than, than, than other people, and I understand it. Do you find yourself in the position of, at this stage, at least anyway, having to trust the Taliban? Well, definitely, we we have. I have to say that even in the in the past, uh, in the past when the previous government was still in place, the ICRC had always uh, the dialogue, open dialogue with the Taliban. So, uh, so that there was there, there is a mutual trust. There is a, there is a. Now nobody knows exactly what are the plan of of a politician or people in the government, so you never know exactly what they want, in which direction they want to do, to go. But but definitely, we have to trust them. They are the government now. There is no choice. I mean, uh, and now they have to deliver something. Before, they were just uh, trying to, 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 to take the place of the previous government to, to replace it. But now they have to deliver something. So definitely, we have to build a relation of trust. And then definitely, there is no choice. That's something that maybe should have been done by 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 the the previous uh, government as well. So something more dialogue it is the only way. We cannot go on with war for the rest, for the next uh, how many years now? 42 years of war is it not enough? So you have to dialogue. You have to speak with people. You have to find a way to trust them. Otherwise, it's it's uh, it's war for the next uh, God knows how many years. We know that evacuation flights are closing. Um, I'm guessing that you are receiving news from friends, from acquaintances who've either made it onto the, the, the final flights or who failed to get out. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Plenty. I received in the past uh, weeks, even this morning, people asking me desperately help to help and to, to, to help them to, to, to leave. Some people, uh, they, they, they were in they were at the airport yesterday, so they, they, they are traumatized. They are home now. They don't want to try anymore. They, oh, yes, we receive every day this, this kind of uh, messages. And then I tell you, it's something that is very much hurting. What's your message to the international community? Don't forget Afghanistan. I mean, when you speak with the Afghans, they feel a little uh, betrayed. They are afraid to, that, uh, that uh, the, the, what happened in the 90s is going to happen again when Afghanistan was completely forgotten. Well, at the time, there were the means of communication were much less than now. So now people know, people abroad know what happens in Afghanistan and the other way around. So it's going to be a little, hopefully, a little more difficult to forget Afghanistan. But uh, I hope that still uh, Afghanistan uh, is going to be helped and uh, also the international uh, community is going to, 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 to keep an eye on, on, on the country because to feel abandoned is one of the most terrible feelings that one can, can, can have. And, and I understand the Afghans very well in this. Dr. Cairo, thank you very much for giving us your time this morning um, at such a busy time, I know. So we really, really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.